Support for this podcast comes from Frito-Lay in the 2023 Snack Bracket Championship. The Frito-Lay Snack Challenge is underway, and fans are voting on their favorite snacks to crown champion. We're talking about primetime matchups between the best 64 snacks in the land. Will Ruffles Ridges reign supreme? Can Doritos defend their dynasty? Or will Smart Food use their smarts for a surprise upset? Only you can decide. Get in on all the action for a chance to win up to $1,000 or a year's worth of snacks. Let your snacks be heard. Just go to Frito-LaySnackIt.SBNation.com to vote and enter for a chance to win. No purchase necessary. Sweepstakes ends April 3rd, 2023. Void but prohibited. Years worth of snacks awarded in the form of 52 coupons, each good for one bag of chips. See official rules at Frito-LaySnackIt.SBNation.com. Shit, I'm opening my beer. <laughs> I was supposed to wait for you. you know what the hell, dude? <sighs> <laughs> Hello and welcome to the Drunken Jaguar. I'm Bentley Brown. Alongside me is Asad Asan. How is that pine-flavored Colorado ale? This is good. I like the can. Limited release. Wow. And you gifted me one. So kind. <laughs> Today we are joined by our friends and colleagues from the No Toes Down podcast, which is also a big cat country network, SB Nation podcast. They will be calling in from Canada. Where in Canada are they? Do you know? Who knows? Who knows? I guess we could ask them that. What part of Canada? They're part of Canada. I wonder who they voted for in the U.S. election. They go to Trump or- <laughs> I feel like Canadians are would vote for Biden, wouldn't they? Uh, bah, c'est dépend, hein? Is that French? So that's French. It's got- <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> we're super happy to have you guys here. I can't really say have you on the show because we're both like in the same network. So we're like yeah. like show collabing. Yeah. That's what we'll call it collab. Like show that. 11. Yeah. Show lab. If you guys uh, want to go ahead and uh, introduce yourselves, I think that would be awesome. And we might we might have you uh, actually tell us your journey to the Jaguars uh, first, if that's cool. Yeah, yeah I, I can start with that. And then Nicole's a little bit shorter than mine, but <laughs> we'll go through that. Anyway, yeah, so I'm Trevor. Um, we're both from Toronto, uh, Canada. Um, so not, not as involved with the election as uh, you guys might be, but monitoring it from afar journey to a Jaguar. Let's see. My dad was always a Cowboys fan and the closest team to us is always the bills. And no, that wasn't, just didn't do it for me. Um, I wasn't super into football as a younger kid. I think Oh four is when I started to get more into it. Didn't have a team, but the Jags were playing Buffalo and it was on TV. So I was like, okay, I'll watch it. And uh, I think they won on the last play of the game. It was like a left witch to Ernest Wilford, like last second touchdown to win the game. And I was like, I'm sold. I'm sold. That's how I really started to get into football. It was uh, 04. And then 05, I think, was a pretty good year. And then slowly but surely, you know, just got more into it, bought jerseys, got the NFL package, watched all the games, started to go to games. um, And now just, yeah. 
totally uh totally bought in even though it's been terrible year after terrible year <laughs> but hey that that's i made my choice i'm not gonna leave now go to quite a few games try to go to one or two every year so one close by to toronto so whether it's like buffalo or detroit or something like that and then always one in jacksonville and i have a, a tailgate buddy there that always hooks me up so uh hooks us up i should say so that's how it started there's been a lot of lean years obviously but it'll come around sometime <laughs> so your your trips to jacksonville were strictly for the games yeah at first um so the first one i went to uh my buddy is a massive browns fan so it was a browns jags game um and uh we you know made a plan to do it we reached out to a uh to a jaguars message board to say like hey like what do we do in jacksonville like knew nothing about the the town right some guy responded and said hey we're in like what Jay or something, come meet us here, tailgate, we'll just hook you up. And it happened like that. We were weirded out, but we did it and uh, it was well <laughs> worth it. And now every, every time we go to Florida, we, we see this guy, um, we stayed at his house, uh, but he just hooks us up. So yeah, the first one was to just do the football game. And then it's kind of evolved from there, done like a golf trip slash Jaguars, love the beach, um, paddleboard, surf, that kind of stuff. So have that as well and kind of combine it to more than just you know a sunday at the, the stadium <laughs> awesome i said you just made your first trip to jacksonville for a jaguars game nice i did one week that? one we won you went this this year this year dude week one what <laughs> i thought that yeah. was not possible with covid but okay yeah well you know they had their what was it 10 percent 10 percent fans let in whatever <laughs> <laughs> yeah it, it was cool as fuck um i don't know if you listened to our episode um yeah. when that happened but they had like zip ties on the chairs like the ones that like you can't sit on because i was like okay well i'm just gonna move up to like the fucking yeah, yeah. front row you know and you can't do that and people were getting kicked out too because they wouldn't wear their masks because <laughs> we're, we're we're in the usa and you know florida those yeah. florida people they, they don't give a shit no they do what they want they do what that they is want. amazing well, you went to the right game this year, I guess. That was exciting. The only one. One and when I'm there, man. Mm. Got to go to more games. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and uh, Nicole, let's hear your journey. That is a shorter yeah. one. Um, hi, co-host uh, Nicole <laughs> here. Didn't get a chance to introduce myself, but um, I think for me, becoming a Jaguars fan wasn't uh, a choice. <laughs> I'd say so. Yeah. It was more of a like a requirement. Oh yeah, pretty much <laughs> just came with a relationship. I was like, "Why are you putting yourself through this?" But um, eventually, I've actually been to two games, so it's it's I'm that dedicated now. Um, I don't watch a lot of football, but what I do, it's the Jaguars games. Unfortunately for me, right? <laughs> um, yeah, very brief. Like I was never really into the NFL that much. I never really watched football. I grew up watching soccer. So um, here coming to Canada and then kind of being introduced to football was kind of, yeah, just came with once we started hanging out. So yeah, yeah that's my kind of history and journey to into Jaguars. And, um, that says a lot. Yeah, that's <laughs> very noble. I have a question. What's football like on Sundays in Canada, where you guys are at, you said Toronto. Are you like in the city, or you guys yeah. outside of? Toronto? In the city. We're in the city, yeah. You're in what's, the city. Okay. What's what's football Sundays like? Because over here, you know, it's like 
we go down, like I go downtown, Bentley went, we watched the Texans game at a Texans bar and in Denver, you know, yeah. there's football jerseys everywhere. You know, people sit on their asses all day and watch football mm-hmm. here. What's it like over there? Yeah, so there's definitely like the bars that people will congregate to and um, watch the games together. Uh, you don't see like a bunch of people out there with their jerseys roaming the streets, that's for sure. Um, I have a lot of buddies who either played football or are heavily into the NFL, um, into sports. So uh, like I have friends that I'll watch it with or will watch it with, but I don't like, yeah, it, it's not at the same level. I've been to the, I've been to Florida to watch games. We've been everywhere. It's just not, not the same level. So we have CFL in Canada, people like that. Um, but for instance, like this year, it's not happening because of COVID. So where the NFL is like, no, this is happening. We have billions and billions of dollars. The CFL is like, well, we have a few million dollars <laughs> and it's just not happening. So yeah. um, it's not, it's not the same level. That being said, like with a with the right group of people, yeah, I can. It's a good time, no doubt. You have a yeah. question? Because I have a million. Yeah. Well, mine's about soccer. What uh, what leagues did you follow, oh, Nicole? God. Oh, <laughs> uh, definitely was a Real Madrid fan initially. Okay. Cause... Yeah, it's cool. Um, all right, we'll see you guys. So, um... <laughs> good knowing you guys. <laughs> You're a big uh, Raptors fan, I see. Um, I've seen on Twitter, which has actually irritated me because I'm originally from the Bay Area. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So uh, Warriors. Yeah. I this one. I appreciate it. That was, that was amazing. I was so hurt when Clay tried to dunk. <laughs> towards ACL. And then KD went out and I was like, I hate oh, Kawhi yeah. already. He's overrated. So I was happy to see the Clippers go out to our home Denver Nuggets. Yeah. Yeah. That was but- yeah, not enough. I, I would say being a Raptors fan up until maybe 2014 was the same as being a Jaguars fan. So I had two teams that I like live and die for, and they were both horrific. Uh, and then we got Masai Ujiri, the general manager who came from Denver. He turned our franchise around. I did, I did not. Yeah, yeah. So he came from Denver. Uh, he turned the franchise around, and we've been like in the playoffs every year. And obviously, we finally won one. So yeah. <laughs> You guys, you guys needed one though. I saw this. It, it woke the city up. It, it was nice to see, but yeah. not that nice. <laughs> not that nice, eh? So you guys are and both We are kind of. Well, kind we, of. Yeah. Bentley's from everywhere, is what I say. <laughs> okay. Yeah, it was ties into my Jaguars love. I, I'm in Boulder, Colorado, right now, just working on my PhD. Okay. Before that, I was living in Saudi Arabia, where I was teaching in a film program. And then before that, lived in the U.S. for a bit, but I've lived in other, like all the, all over Northern Africa and stuff. Actually, as a election observer, was my first job out of college. No way. Which is ironic now because exactly what the U.S. is like in the middle of it was was my job to observe this stuff. I was born in Dallas, hence the Cowboys connection. So my parents are Cowboys fans. I was pulled out of school in kindergarten to go to the parade celebrating the Super Bowl <laughs> victory against the Bills. So. You know, screw the bills, but whatever. <laughs> and um, then we moved to Jacksonville when I was a kid. So okay. I was like five or six moving to Jacksonville for a few years. Mm-hmm. We were there at the start of the franchise. I met Mark Brunel and Jimmy Smith, all these players when I was a little kid. So they were like my heroes. Lucky. <laughs> <laughs> 
And then, so my dad's a doctor, mom's an engineer. We moved to uh, Chad in Northern Africa, where I grew up until coming back to the U.S. for college. And uh, they worked for an NGO. Um, I, at the beginning, part of my like identity transformation, I was still largely connected to American culture. So I would, I would log into like super expensive, like $6 an hour internet just to download Jaguar stats. <laughs> and I, and I dreamed, I dreamed of teaching my friends in Chad, American football, so I could still play it. And then over, over the course of time, somehow I kept the, the love for the Jaguars, but there's like, there is an absence of information at the beginning of the 2000s where I just didn't have internet, <laughs> satellite phone was too expensive or something. Cause we moved to a smaller town and no Jaguars news. Yeah. So the last the last bit of bump of Jaguar stuff was still pretty elite. It was like the 1999 run where uh, Jimmy Smith like crushed the NFL in receptions. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Fred Taylor was breaking out and they went all the way to the AFC Championship. We only lost to the Titans that year. Unfortunately, I lost them three times. Three times, yeah. I've heard that story too many times when I go to awesome. Jacksonville. <laughs> yeah. And it's, yeah. it's stories like this that keep you hooked for life. Yeah, no doubt. Um, uh, Nicole, I can only offer my condolences in yeah. advance. It's okay. Did you did you uh, coincide with the 2017 season? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That was the year she went to her first game, actually. Um, oh. oh yeah. So I think your first year was probably like fifteen or sixteen, and you were just like, "Why are you watching the, the news every time?" Like I literally, like she always says, "Week one, so pumped, so excited. Here we go. Week two kind of the same and then it just slowly goes down 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 and then by like week 10 i'm just lying on the couch just like oh my god here we go again like just the the progression is just so negative yeah. right <laughs> so do you guys watch the games together she wouldn't watch them too much no not sit and watch the entire time like pass by and linger for a bit then yeah. leave but i'm i'm in the vicinity yeah. <laughs> okay so um Trevor, right? <laughs> Question for yeah. Trevor. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Nicole, how does Trevor act during these games? Because I think Bentley was caught off guard because I like stand up during games. I'm just walking around, okay. pacing the room. Um, <laughs> yeah, I should. I think I've had like videos of you watching games, like yeah. just. I'm all over the place. Yeah, he's all over the place. He's yelling, <laughs> smacking the couch, and I'm like, the neighbors are gonna hate us. They we literally will do every Sunday. They're probably like, what is going on over there? And then, like he says, as the season progresses, it's like, you know, he's pretty much a burrito wrapped on the couch, just <laughs> staring at the TV kind of lifeless. And I'm like, okay, we're at that point. That's, <laughs> that's expected. <laughs> Similar feelings. Yeah. 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 I, I mean, we, we, I think this is something, this is a sign of a true Jaguars fans is that no matter how shitty the season is, no matter how low the hopes are for not just this year, but the next 10 years, yeah. we watch every game and we treat them all as if like, oh, wow, this could be the highlight of my Sunday morning. And it often yeah. isn't. Yeah. I get very excited before the game still. I, you, know, you know what? I, I, I don't this year. I'm honestly like, I kind of hope they just lose. And I've never had that feeling in my life um, with Raptors or Jaguars, but I'm at a point where I'm just like, just just lose so like you're when, just banking on first pick so first hard. or second pick <laughs> like that's honestly because we we've, we've dealt with this so much now and it's just like we've gone wrong with quarterbacks so many times and we're replacing players that were all pros or pro bowlers that we should have on this team 
the only way we're going to solve it is with the quarterback at this point. Like we can't continue to just compound mistakes, get a QB and then maybe. Who do you want? Well, I, I don't know college that well, but I know there's Lawrence and Fields. I don't know the gap between those two, but from what I've seen um, people talk about, from what I see with the stats, I'm like, either one, just bring them in, bring them in. I don't know if you guys follow the, the college side, so you would have a, maybe a better outlook on it. Yeah, um, I'm a big Justin Fields guy. Um, you guys have Netflix. We're, we're right here, right? Um, have you watched QB1 on Netflix before? No. So QB1 is like, it's a Netflix show. Uh, it's by Peter, uh, directed by Peter Berg, who did Friday Night Lights, the show. I don't know if you've ever seen it. Yep. Yep. But basically they cover three uh, quarterbacks coming out of high school that are like top recruits, right? And some of them end up sucking. There's a kid at Wake Forest right now. He's playing all right. Um, Justin Fields is on it. And it kind of covers his home life, his family life, his high school life and stuff. So you should definitely check it out, man. And you get to learn about Justin Fields, a person. He comes from a really good family. He seems like a good kid. I mean, obviously he had his ups and downs, like shit happened basically. You should watch it. You get to kind of... It attached me to him. I watched it three years ago before I even knew who Justin Fields oh, okay, was. Okay. Yeah. And I was like, this guy can play. And when he started taking college snaps, he transferred from Georgia to Ohio state. I started watching him. I was like, this guy is, he's fucking fantastic, man. And like, if you watch the show, you'll be like, I want that guy. He's, yeah, he's, if I watch that show, I'm going to just be rooting for the second pick now. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. But that's good though. Cause we're not going to get the first pick because the jets are really fucking bad, man. So yeah, like when you guys are watching the games now, so like, are you similar to me? I, I honestly, I used to get so fired up to watch these games, no matter what. And now uh, Nicole's like, so are you going to watch the game? I'm like, yeah, but I'll watch it in a little bit and like, I'll have it PVR and I'll just like fast forward through the, uh, it's basically it's uh watch the play 30 second, fast forward, next play, 30 second forward, next play. I'm like, this is awful, but I'm not spending, <laughs> I'm not spending three and a half hours right now. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, I mean, I'm in it. Do you do uh, Game Pass? Well, we have the Zone in Canada. The Zone um, has the NFL rights, so same in idea. Canada does really? Yeah, yeah. So it's Game Pass through the Zone. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I did good. not know that. Yeah, that, that's that's more, that's more recent. Like uh, it's been three years, maybe. So the Zone has it. Okay. Yeah. Illegally stream, or I go to the bar. Yeah. So it's hard works for me well, we didn't hear your uh yeah, or have you guys already done that on your po- podcast before oh i guess we we heard bentley is not a size well bentley you just told yours right yeah we heard bentley's i just i just i was extremely vulnerable i shared everything from my childhood you did. it's your turn i can't even pinpoint when i became a jaguars fan it okay. just happened when i was a kid they used to say you just like the jaguar they used to tease me saying you like the jaguars because the logo or like it's like a jaguar and i was like i don't know what that means exactly <laughs> but i've loved them for a very long time i watch every game when i was a kid similar to you where you refresh the stats and shit i was illegally streaming since i've been 13 years old 12 13 <laughs> but you know before that i was you know just getting the updates looking at the ticker and shit yeah, yeah. and watching seeing if they're on the radio I've been illegally streaming. I haven't missed a Jaguars game in more than 10 years, man. Like I'm game time. I'm there 15 minutes before. I never, I never, I don't miss a snap. Yeah. I'm always watching it live no matter what. Like a couple weekends ago, Halloween party, stayed up all night for whatever reason. I was up to like 
9 a.m. I was like, holy shit, we play at fucking two. Yeah, all night. 9 a.m. I was like, we play at two o'clock. I need to go home. It's snowing. It was snowing that morning over here. I was like, all right, I'm going to get in a one hour nap. And then that didn't happen because I started watching Red Zone. And then I started watching the early games. And by two o'clock, when the Jaguars came on, I was like, I'm ready to go, man. Like, I'm ready to watch. I don't know why. I don't know what's wrong with me. I have a problem. I really have a problem. The most I've done, we were in Hawaii, and I think the game was on at like 5 a.m. So I like hooked up the laptop to the TV in the hotel. She's like, what are you doing? We did it anyway. Hooked it all up. <laughs> Legal stream. I'm sure you they have are. to legally stream. <laughs> It's the way to go, man. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And the radio, you mentioned radio. You mentioned watching it on, like, the NFL ticker. Yeah, I've done all that, too. It's true appreciation here. I, I do international game pass in the U.S. <laughs> with a VPN. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm still hooked on it, and it's amazing. So all our listeners, we've said this before, but, man, f- the U.S. game pass. Because all it is is just, like, tape. You can watch games and rewind hours after they finish. There's no live yeah. watching. Yeah. Whereas uh, international game pass, obviously there's, there's, there's no television deal in those regions for NFL games other than like weird workarounds, like the armed forces network or like whatever game you might luckily find on a local television station. Right, right. So international game pass is amazing. Cheapest one is uh, India. So if you can do an Indian VPN <laughs> um, sign up and then, and after that, it doesn't care where you are. You just have to be outside of the U S so you can do like a UK VPN or whatever. So just some insight. Nice. I mean, I, I'm at the point in my life where, you know, I will, I will spend for some of the finer things right mm-hmm. now. So, um, not a, not a one of 15 Jaguars team. <laughs> <laughs> that spends quite a bit, but you never bet on the Jaguars. That's incorrect. Oh, Ooh. so, uh, I don't know, like is sports betting legal over there? Yeah, it is. Yeah. So it just got legalized here just within the year. So it's been legal since May. And holy shit. So like when sports weren't on, I was like, okay, my friends are betting on Korean baseball and shit. I was like, dude, I'm going to wait for like basketball and hockey. I'm a big hockey fan, big absence. Are you guys Maple Leafs fans, by the way? No, no, not a hockey fan. Um, actually despise the Leafs. Yeah. My, my dad, my dad, look at Bentley. My dad grew up as a uh, Canadians fan. So if anything, I will cheer for them, but no, I don't really follow hockey too much. And I actually cheer against the Leafs because the fans here are so obnoxious. So I've heard, I've, yeah. I've actually heard that. But Avs, I've seen you uh, tweet about them a lot. I don't know exactly what's going on, but I know they were good this year. Yeah, my fandoms are all kind of like spread out, but the Jaguars have been like my first love, the worst love. I, I will attest to that. So this is Nicole. Maybe you can say that. I mean, I, I'm a huge Jaguars fan, but watching his passion is mind blowing, and his emotional status depends on this team's performance, which which mine does too a little bit. But I've you know I've worked on this right right like I've you know yeah. like there there's tools to deal with Jaguars anxiety. I said in still of this tool toolbox. Yeah. What is it? <laughs> Dude, this guy at, I'm not kidding, like 6,000 feet elevation. So like 5,200 plus whatever, how many hundreds of feet he's up inside the Denver Broncos stadium is shouting at the top of his lungs to taunt Broncos fans with their kids and everything. (laughs) It was, it was impressive. Honestly, like you garnered respect in my heart that day. I was very impressed. I'm assuming like you went to the game last year that was in Denver. Is that what Yeah, we went to the Denver game, which was a great game man that was like the Minshew like breakthrough game right yeah that was it that was like oh Minshew magic is that the yeah. thing they when, that? Yeah, when he was jumping around oh that must have been fun I would have been there man. I love taunting the other team if the Jaguars are winning so good 
next time come come to denver man come hang that out with us be the next trip yeah we haven't done denver before. it's a great great city we're not like the rest of the u.s by the way colorado man, i've heard great things about uh yeah colorado. colorado's great we're constantly high let's jump into the seven on seven draft right, yeah. either like obviously you know we would defer the first pick to you guys and we take uh-huh. second third fourth all like this yeah right we could we could uh, toss for it. We could also he has this like snake theory from like years of fantasy football drafts. Do you want to share snake theory? That's a snake draft. You know, it's like if there was three people, yeah, one, two, three, and then the person who was third would hop into first. You know, but since first. we're two, it'd be like one. We would take one. You would take two, three. We would take four, five, something like that. Yeah, yeah. We can flip. Uh, okay, we have to flip a coin. Yeah. Do you, do you yeah. Right. We, the U.S. has no coins in the coronavirus. Ah, yeah, I got a coin. Okay, do you guys want heads or tails? Oh, tails. Tails it is. Tails it is. It's heads. Nice. You guys want one or two? We'll take one. Okay. So it'd be one and then, okay. So then we have two or three. Then we get four or five. And then four or five. Oh, That'll nice. be two in a row. After this. <laughs> nice, nice. It's, oh, it's snakes. It's snakes. That's of course with two people. It's not really snakes. Cheers. We Cheers. actually never drink. While we're to the we're not pick. actual dr- drunken jaguars. We we rarely drink on show. This is so good. Drink coffee. Yeah. Draft. So uh, yeah. Yeah. This is in your favor. Yeah. The more we drink, the better your draft. Yeah. Okay. Do we know how the seven on seven works? You you're familiar with this whole seven on seven kind of thing? Seven on seven flag football. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. so linemen, just receivers, running back. If you really so, want one. So, so here's here's the thing with uh, <laughs> flag football. From what from what I understand, I played uh, intramural at university. Same. We had this thing where people were still blocking. So the linemen uh, are allowed to block as long as they don't use their hands. They're doing this kind of deal. <laughs> okay. You like set picks. You set picks. But when you watch um, <laughs> flag football on like ESPN, mm. so if you're a total <laughs> loser. <laughs> um, they no one blocks because everyone's an eligible receiver. Yeah. So so one person will snap the ball and they like all turn around immediately to like catch the ball. And you rely on a really mobile quarterback. Just some things to keep in mind. And yeah. we've also okay. Mm-hmm. Well, we've been play- I've been playing flag football for a while. So it's basically there's the sn- the center um, who's also a receiver uh, QB and then just receivers seven on seven. It's just QB and a bunch of receivers. So what we're going to do to, to make it fun here is say that it's just seven players you're drafting. So there's not like a defense and an offense. Yeah. 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 And so those players need to be able to play both sides of the ball. Yeah. Perfect. Okay. We're, we're along the same lines here. It's good. Excellent. All right. Excellent. All right. So with the first pick of the seven on seven, big cat country, oh God, I can't wait to see what uh, Duval hot takes and Jags United draft. We should yeah. do theirs too. We should do theirs. The yeah. No Toes yeah. Down podcast from Toronto, Canada drafts. James Robinson. Ah, <laughs> interesting pick. <laughs> interesting pick. Damn it. It, it, it's, it's a little unfortunate that the first pick of this draft is an undrafted rookie, but man, I love this guy. He does everything. He can catch and run. So that's what I really like him too. I'm I'm excited about him. Yeah, he's proven extreme versatility, and he's so hard to grab. I can't imagine trying to grab flags off this guy. I'm not good at grabbing flags. That's why I hate flag football. So I like contact <laughs> tackle. That's, that's why. Tackle. That's why I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> if we had old number 27, I don't know. He would definitely not be the first pick because you can't run anybody over, right? So yeah, he's slow. We're big fans of the hating ass Jaguar section. Oh <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> 
yeah we got to continue yeah. that but the drama it's, it's tough when we're one and seven and they're actually like some guys are playing well winning i'm like oh all right so we have two picks now we're playing three, yeah. we're doing drafting snake formation so metro's down had the first pick drunken jaguar has picks two and three let's go they won't pick him Wait, you, oh you know what? pick him so we can let him yeah, see, I gotta see how it works okay okay, okay. so we we, lit, we bank on it yeah we bank on <laughs> just like letting him sit okay all right we've already lost our first bank here so yeah. <laughs> I Bet- think. I think. Oh my God, Bentley's. I yep. Announce the pick. What else? Wait, 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 wait. We had three. Though. I take this guy. You okay. see? Are, are we okay doing both? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, both of them. Of course. <laughs> yeah, both yeah. of them. All right. Um, with the second pick of the Big Cat Country Seven on Seven Flag Football Draft, the Drunken Jaguar Podcast selects Lavisca Chenault, okay. wide receiver slash running back slash whatever you want him to be. Offensive weapon. We love this guy from Colorado. Um, I, when I first arrived here to work on my PhD, I went to, I'm like the only graduate student among a sea of rabid undergrads at the Broncos stadium where the university of Colorado plays Colorado state in a famed annual showdown, Rocky mountain showdown to use just like a really good, um, toxic masculinity, uh, metaphor here. LaVisca was a man among boys. Literally. Yeah. Yeah. It's just different talent. It's different talent. So yeah, I forgot from Colorado. A quick sidebar. I want to see him get deep. I've only seen like the 10 yards and the be you know behind the line of scrimmage and he makes plays, but like can he get deep? I don't know. Yeah. I hope so. So at Colorado he actually could get deep. Okay. But that's not what he's known for. So I think that was like kind of his knock on in the NFL. Kind of his deep ball. And also I well his quarterback actually is technically in the NFL now. The CU quarterback Steven Montez mm-hmm. he plays for the Redskins, I believe. The what? Threat. Oh shit! The Washington football team. Okay. He plays yeah. for the Washington football team. <laughs> uh, no, uh, Lavisca. He's great. And the other thing is, like, it seems like he only gets the ball like in the first half or the first quarter. Like they run a design play to him. Yeah. In those, yeah. you know, the first team yeah. plays. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's and he never touches the ball. It seems like, right? It's weird. But I agree. Yeah, I want to see him go deep. He's exciting. But no one can go deep, man. I mean, Trump, yeah. Keelan Cole's the guy that gets the deep balls these days. Yeah. Well, maybe Cook is a new QB. We'll see. Ooh, we're gonna we're gonna uh, we're gonna talk about that in a little bit. Yeah, let's so. go. Let's see it. <laughs> Who's the next pick? I was gonna say Lavisca catching it at 15 yards out is going deep because he'll wind up getting <laughs> with the third pick of the draft. The Drunken Jaguar podcast selects my boy DJ Chark, wide receiver, big, fastest shit, athletic monster. Yeah. He was my number two. I figured you guys would take him. <laughs> like skill-wise, he's definitely the best receiver and probably the biggest upside because he's fast and long. He just needs a guy who can throw it deep. Like a few deep throws that he's had this year from Minshew where he's just waiting for it or having to jump back to the ball. Like that's not going to work. Exactly. And he's too fast for that. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I was really sad to see people picking on him on social media. Uh, not that I'm like his mother or anything, but um, <laughs> but he's he's uh he's like with many of our players, super nice dude. Yeah, I like uh, him a lot. I, I don't want to see him get pissed off with the Jaguars who don't appreciate him. He has a positive attitude, but it's become a little negative. He's, you know, you saw that uh, meme where he just has his head back on the side and like. It's pretty minimal, though. Like, yeah. I get, I, I can totally understand the frustration. So he's frustrated with Gardner Minshew. I'm, I'm not worried about it. Yeah, 
I'm not. We have to keep him though, because I don't want another Allen Robinson situation, man. Yeah. Not doing it. Sorry. All right. So mm-hmm. I'm gonna go with this one. All right. You guys aren't seeing this one coming. So oh, no. uh, gotta no. do it. Gotta do it. No toes down podcast selects Miles Jack. Oh, we're banking <laughs> on him, man. I, I knew that was the one. I knew that was the one you guys didn't think we'd pick. That's the one, we're, man. Hey, we're, we're smarter than you think. <laughs> we're smarter than you think. If you if you can't you can't see us as you're listening, we're taking shots of whiskey right now. This that, that was more than a shot from Bentley. That was a big jug. Yeah, Miles Jack. I had him at like four or five, and then I redid the list quickly and put him up to three. I'm at two. You had him at two? And you just thought we'd miss out on him. Nope. Obviously, he played running back at UCLA at times, right? So he's an offensive guy. Yeah, and then defensively, he's just like – he's probably like the best athlete we have on the team, right? So The ball hawk, man. Yeah, he he can do it. It also – when you're talking about you need guys that can play both sides. He's probably the perfect guy for it. Which, which is like what you want, right? Like this guy can literally play both sides. That's what yeah. I was telling you. I was like, yeah. well, he played running back at UCLA. That's what he started as. Yeah. I was hoping you guys didn't know that. You guys have proved yourself. <laughs> I don't know about much about college, but when they once they get onto the Jags, I'll know about these guys. Yeah, so. you know about them. Oh, too, right? That's a great pick. You guys yeah. win. I think you guys won. Uh, right. you, you have another pick right now so this pick. is four and five so we did one and then two three and now four or five you ready fifth pick. All right, yeah okay i'll go with the fifth pick of the 2020 nfl flag football draft no toes down selects cj henderson <sighs> i think you guys have our sheet <laughs> <laughs> hey, it gets pretty bare at the end but uh yeah cj um just a good athlete. I mean, he hasn't been like incredible by any means, but I feel like corners and wide receivers are what you want. Mm. Oh. So we're right now we're, so just a refresher here. Duncan Jaguar has selected LaVisca Chenault and DJ Chark. Yep. And their toes down has selected James Robinson followed by two defensive players, Miles Jack and CJ Henderson. So now, mm. now the ball is in our yep. court. What do you think? Or should we go more? Mm. No, more in there. You just assume all receivers play defense. (laughs) Wow, amazing! I love it. You know, I'm the biggest fan. Who's gonna throw it to him? (laughs) We don't have a quarterback. You can take Mike Glennon for sake. Wildcat or Lavisca can just throw it. (laughs) Continuing the trend of an all wide receivers team. The Drunken Jaguar podcast selects with the sixth pick of the seven-on-seven seven flag football draft. Keelan Cole. Nice. Kentucky Wesleyan. We had, we had him at seven. He's reliable, man. Like, Keelan Cole, this is a guy who literally proved himself from the bottom. He literally started ah, here, right? from Toronto, right? He started from the bottom, and now he was here. Then he went back to the bottom, and yeah. now he's back here. <laughs> I love him. It's a feel-good story. It's kind of like James Robinson. You, you see an undrafted guy, I think, and he's proved himself, man. He came back after he dropped some balls. Yeah. And, like, that catch against the Patriots, I will never forget that. Amazing. Ever. Amazing. It was f-ing fantastic. I was like, we're going to the Super Bowl this year. And then we lost, like, eight no straight after that. Yeah. And he's uh, – it's a contract year for him. So, 
I assume some team will pay him, not us. Another team will pay him a little bit. You know, nothing crazy. But as a wide receiver three, I think he's a good wide receiver three. I really do. All right. With the seventh pick of the seven-on-seven Big Cat Country flag football draft, Jacksonville Jaguars select Josh Allen, edge rusher. (laughs) And the logic here is is that – the reason why they're everyone's an eligible receiver turning around and whatever is because there's really no hope against pass rushers. But I think to have Josh Allen there would really mess with the opposing quarterback's mind, assuming they draft a quarterback. Assuming they draft a quarterback. Yeah. <laughs> if he's uh, Josh Allen's great though. If he's rushing, usually what you get you rush from like five yards out. He's long. He's athletic. He's fast. He's big. Shuts the window down quickly. Also, in college, he actually. Um, so in college, he actually dropped back a lot in coverage as well, which actually okay. means for you here. Yeah, yeah. Vouch for me. Vouch yeah. for me. He can play he, center yeah, on yeah, offense, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, and the Jaguars haven't done that enough with him, I don't think. You know, dropped because it's very – it doesn't happen often in the NFL. The Steelers did it a lot against the Ravens. Yeah. They would drop that lineman back, right? Yeah. And yep. they would cause that short pass to go away, which is, is really interesting. No, you're right. So that was the seventh. So it's our turn now, right? So picks eight and nine. If you take the guy we're we're looking at next, then you guys are really welcome. This list is hilarious. Okay. <laughs> All right. With the eighth pick in the 2025 football draft, no toes down selects Sidney Jones. Ah! Uh, we went with Sidney Jones because he's a corner who's athletic, and that's pretty much it, to be honest. We're, we're getting low here on athletes but he had a really good game that first game he played for us i was like this guy can play okay yeah he had a good second game too honestly yeah, yeah you right. got hurt i believe mm-hmm. yeah what do you think about him I, I mean i think this guy this guy's a starting corner he's a starting cornerback too on a football team i hope I really yeah we got to see more of it because trey herndon isn't so he's not right and we thought he was last year but he's not no, he's not. He's too slow. Oh, he's he's always getting holding penalties. So. Yeah, he he's getting yeah he gets penalized a lot. I like Sydney Jones. I like Sydney CJ going forward. Seriously, yeah. you want to go there? Mm, okay. Yeah. Want to announce it? Yeah. With the ninth pick in the 2020 flag football seven on seven draft, no toes down selects. Chris Conley. Chris Conley. Mm. Receiver, Georgia. Oh, there we go. There's the college. Chris Conley is fat. He's really fast, and he uh, he's been fairly consistent for us. Like he'll never blow up, but he's been pretty good. I thought so. Good, good, uh, good leader for the team. Good for morale. I like him a lot. That on the the flag football team. All right, you guys are up. All right, for the tenth pick of the Big Cat Country Seven on Seven Flag Football Draft. The Drunken Jaguar podcast selects wide receiver Colin Johnson. Texas. Oh, okay. We didn't, we didn't have him on the list, but I was close to putting him at 14. So I was saying on our podcast and to Bentley, even before the season started, when we drafted him, I told you, remember, I said that he would be playing, like playing, playing, and he's playing, like he's getting snaps. He's playing, playing. Like he's actually on the field, you know? Because, you know, some guys that get drafted that late, you know, Sometimes they don't see the field like that. And he sees the field a lot in red zone situations. He's on the field. Remember that? Um, what game was that? They gave him two attempts. They gave him the fade route. Yeah. 
and he jumped it too early. And then the second play, Minshew rolled out and found him, and he dove for the ball. Yeah. Caught his first touchdown. Yeah. Um, I was a big Colin Johnson fan. And be him, he's a rookie, but he's got like all the intangibles. He's huge. Long. He's I don't know if he's fast or not, but like he's not fast. Contested, contested balls, like he usually gets them, it seems. So I'm, I'm thinking more in, you know, a year or two from now, I could see him being a contributor. He, he could be a contributor. He really could. And he was actually the second best receiver on his college team. As the yeah. best receiver is Devin Duvernay, who actually caught a very crucial ball against uh, the Steelers mm-hmm. with the Ravens. It was a mm-hmm. third and long, and okay. Lamar hung in there, rifled one to Devin Duvernay. All right, so we're on 11 now. Oh, my God. What do you got? <laughs> what do you think? Yeah? What? Wow. Okay. All right. To shake things up. Oh, is it us next? Year? Yeah, it's oh, us. Still. Okay, yeah. yeah. I think we should get him. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you think we should get him. Okay. <laughs> to shake things up, the Drunken Jaguar selects with the 11th pick of the 7-on-7 seven seven flag football draft quarterback. <laughs> <laughs> Jake Luton, Oregon oh, State. Fair. Nice. We just want just someone that can throw the ball. We were just gonna pick whoever you didn't pick. Right. Yeah. That's we we're kind yeah. of. Bad. <laughs> yeah. All right. You guys are up for twelve and thirteen. These are gonna be your final two picks. Ooh. Yeah. Oh man. So I'm gonna see that one. Yeah. All right. All right. With the twelfth pick of the 2020 flag football draft, no toes down selects Jared Wilson. Okay. Safety. Hmm. Cross off of Bentley's cross, board. Cross off our list. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Okay. And then I'll let you do this one because you love this guy. Whoa. All, All right. right. The 13th pick of the 2020 flag football 7-on-7 seven seven draft. No toes down selects. Minchu. <laughs> <laughs> uh. There's our QB. Our last pick is our QB. That's smart. That's what I do in fantasy football. I always pick quarterbacks last. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. They have very little value in fantasy. Hmm. Well, he can throw a bit on the run, so that's that's what you need in flag football. So I think you can manage our team. Okay, last pick. <laughs> oh, uh, I'll take Chris Thompson over him. Slim pickings at this point. I'll take Thompson. Yeah. All right. Um, with the final pick of the seven-on-seven seven flag football Big Cat Country draft. The Drunken Jaguar podcast selects running back Chris Thompson. Nice. <laughs> yeah, known as a pass catching running back, especially. I think this will be helpful in the flag football game. Yeah, a couple arrow routes, you know. So the only guy that's left on our list that um, neither of us picked, oh, two. Two. Joe Schobert, because he's Ooh. a freak athlete, apparently. Seen him dunk and stuff. And then I had James O'Shaughnessy, but as it went on, I was like, we're not picking him. Yeah, yeah, just doesn't seem. He could have maybe been the center who turns around, catches a couple of balls. Exactly, yeah. yeah. But I think uh, I'd rather have a fast guy, so. All right, so as a complete review here of our draft. Yeah, yeah. Go no Toes Down podcast selected. James Robinson, Miles Jack, CJ Henderson, Sidney Jones, Chris Conley, Jared Wilson, and Gardner Minshew. Number two. And the Drunken Jaguars selected DJ Chark, LaVisca Chenault, Keelan Cole, Josh Allen, Colin Johnson, 
Jake Luton, and Chris Thompson. Yep. All right, now we just need to write an AI that can have these two teams play each other. Yeah, how do we decide who wins? Exactly. Thank you guys so much for joining us. I think I think before we wrap up here, we just want to hear what are your hopes for the remainder of the season, but also the coming years. How do these some of these players we just mentioned right here? Do you think they have a, a future with the team? Do you think we're going to be saying goodbye to some of these players soon? Um, are the people that we need to really be investing in, and then outside of the Jaguars, looking at potential free agents next year as well as the upcoming draft? Where do you think we're going? Yeah, I mean, I mentioned it a few times and on previous podcasts as well. Like, it hurts to say it, but I think I think the tank for me is I can't believe I'm even saying this, but I'd, I'd rather them find their quarterback and and get that first or second pick. And I know that means losing, but that's kind of that's kind of where I see it. So I hope when you know we're looking at twenty twenty one, the draft, we're picking either Lawrence or Fields. And honestly, we have a we talk about James Robinson. This guy is going to be really good. DJ Chark's good. We got Miles Jack. These guys are like centerpiece players that I think can really be like major contributors or a good team. And then, you know, talking about years to come, like we have to spend on the defense, which is crazy because we had the most legit defense in 2017, right? There was not a hole on that defense but we have to restock the, uh, the cupboard on defense and that'll be draft and free agency. We have like, I think the first or second most money in free agency next year. So overspend if you have to, but make sure you're, you're getting the right people. And I think that goes to, we need to probably have a new GM and then um, to, to pick the right people. Right. It's, it's been crazy that this guy's been around for so long and he's screwed up at the QB too much at the QB position. And like I mentioned earlier, he screwed up when he did pick good people. They're out of the door for whatever reason, right? There's a handful mm-hmm. of reasons, but they can't be out of the door. Like that's ridiculous. So yeah, I'm in a definitely pessimistic mode for the team, but I think it could all change uh, pretty quickly with the cap space and draft capital. Yeah. I was going to say similar to what you're saying. I see the changes I'm thinking I'm leaning more towards changes in management and coaching staff yeah sadly um because it just seems like a trend it just keeps it's like the same recipe over and over and something's got to give how do you guys see it we've kind of talked about how dave caldwell yeah we feel like he has drafted well i think we've agreed on that right it's hard to evaluate drafting because it is kind of a hit or miss thing if people if it was so easy to draft players then there wouldn't be a need for the job so of course every team has mixed feelings about their GM drafting. Sure, sure. We feel like we have drafted fairly well, but like what you said, we can't hold on to the players, so it means nothing. So, I mean, keep the good ones around. For example, Miles Jack, I think he's going to be a Jaguar for a while, which is nice. James Robinson, he's undrafted, but we still found him. I think he will be a Jaguar for a while. LaVisca, good find. One thing you mentioned about he's drafted well, I think you're – right for the most part i think where the draft has been poor which is unfortunately the most crucial picks are the first round picks so obviously he, you know he drafted Jalen. that was a good pick um seems like josh allen was a good pick we'll see but then like you look at blake bortles you look at leonard fournette um dante fowler like tave and brian like there were opportunities to just like bolster your roster a little bit more i think second round third round's been great and then it's that first round pick, especially when they're like top 10 or top five, like 
you can't screw that up and that's that's been the issue you think that uh shad khan needs to sell a team yeah Come to <laughs> i don't know like He's obviously increased the value of the team and he's doing a lot for the city of Jacksonville, which is great. They haven't necessarily won, but I don't know how much, how much do you think an owner plays into actual, actually winning? Do you think there's so much about what people are like, the owner sets the culture and that leads to winning? Like, do you think that trickles down? Good question. Did you hear him respond to their losing record at the lot J announcement? He was just making like weird reference after it. It's just like, uh, yeah. Sometimes in life you lose, and it's fine to lose a little bit. And then other times you you win. But if you're not winning, you might be losing. It's like what the. I wanted to like him. I'm 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 Pakistani, and you know he's Pakistani. Yeah, Pakistan's yeah. in. Yeah, Pakistan forever. Live on forever. Yeah. Anyways, you know, I I can't get behind him because it seems like he cares more about the business aspect, which yeah. I get, but I don't get because you're here to win games, and this is how you actually grow. And they have their um, they have their soccer team. Sorry, I'm not a big soccer fan, but like, come on, man, you're in America. Like, fo- football is everything here, and you don't want to lose your franchise. And like, this whole talk about moving it to the UK and shit, man. Wait, which football did you mean when you said football? Is that right? uh, Americana football. <laughs> I don't know. I I don't stand behind him. Honestly, I don't stand behind him, Dave Caldwell, or Doug Marone right now. Yeah. But Jay Gruden, we can keep. Todd Wash, out. Jay Gruden, I think, is the only guy that should stay. Yeah, yeah. No, I think we're along the same lines. I like Doug Marone, but uh, I don't think he's the right coach moving forward. But he seems like a sweet guy. Like, I, I like the guy. Baloney. But so. we're trying to – yeah, I mean, Baloney sandwiches. <laughs> we're trying to win football games, man, and that's that's not going to fly here. No, no, no doubt, no doubt. I think the only remaining thing is that we all plan to go to the next Jacksonville game at the same time. That would, should. Be yeah, that would be that amazing. would be amazing. That'd be great. Uh, um, Once all the shit ends. If it's in Denver, that could be interesting. We'll plan something. Actually, we might meet up and then, uh, you know, friendly, friendly, steal your passports and take refuge in Canada. Yeah, we <laughs> might. <laughs> we can switch places for. That'd be fun. <laughs> well, thank you, thank you so much for joining us today, and as we join you, I guess. Yeah, yeah. yeah. A lot of fun. Yeah. So yeah. And. Uh, We'll look forward to the next time. Take care. Have a good night. Thank you so much for joining us on this episode of the Drunken Jaguar. It was a blast to have our friends from the No Toes Down podcast, a fellow Big Cat Country SB Nation Network podcast here with us today on the show. As always, you can follow the Drunken Jaguar at Junkin Jaguar on Twitter. I Bentley Matt Well Brown. And I said, and I said, young Asad. Woohoo! Bye, bye, bye. Go Jag! Go Jag!